1: back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 22nd edition. Hope everybody had a good Monday, fun night. If you played the Castillo-Marco Gonzalez combo we talked about on the show, you did pretty, pretty good. So that's good to hear. And uh, the bats were a low-scoring night, kind of the nights we like to do, especially for cash games. So everything worked out pretty well. 11 game slates on your Tuesday night. It's pretty nice because it's just a regular, normal 11 games slate, same on both sides. Nothing crazy really going on. It's what we strive for on this. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at BDEntrick. If you have any questions, hit me up over there, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K, on the Twitter. If you want to get the free Fantasy Sports DJ and Slack chat, let me know. We'll get you sliding in there. Also, if you want to watch this video daily, go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel and join Rotoballer.com premium package. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off over there. But let's just get straight into it. 10, 11 games on a Tuesday. Your totals on this slate, Yankees, Blue Jays are not on this slate. Let me go to the right ones. Rays, Mets, total of eight. Orioles, Red Sox, ten and a half. Cardinals, Royals, nine. Astros, Mariners, eight and a half. Angels, Padres, nine. Rangers, D-backs, nine and a half. Angels, Dodgers, nine. Rockies, Giants, eight. So some really good totals and some interesting pitching matchups as well on this slate. So it'll be a fun one to, to jump into in that regard. We, um, looking at the DraftKings side of things, only one pitcher. No, wait, no pitchers over $10,000. We have four in the 9K range. There's two we're targeting here. Zach Davies is an interesting, um, good floor cashed game type play. You know, I got hit around by the Dodgers last time, but we'll notch that up to the Dodgers prior to that was absolutely outstanding. Four straight games of 23 or more points. He's basically had 18 or more points in uh six straight games. Um, he has 18 or more points, I think seven straight games and eight of nine. So, the floor is very, very strong facing an Angels team that you can definitely look to target at times. They strike out to almost 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. But, you know, 252 average isn't bad. 186 WOBA, uh, ISO, 339 Woba. They're decent versus uh, uh, right-handed pitching. You have Jared Walsh, who's just crushing baseballs. Another grand slam last night. So, that makes it a little trickier. But uh, in cash game plays, you can go to Davies. He can be a pivot off of the next guy who's going to be very popular. But I'm all in on it. I'll be different with my bats tonight. Give me or Valdez. At 9,700. He bounced back. We stayed true to our man. He bounced back 35 points his last time out against Texas. He struggled at the Dodgers, struggled at the Angels, but prior to that was great. He's uh, faced Texas once this year, seven innings, or he's facing Seattle. He's faced Seattle once this year, six innings, four hits, one run, five Ks for 20.7 points, 20 or more points, and six uh, starts this season, which is pretty darn good for Mr. Frambert Valdez. And he faces the Seattle Mariners team. That is striking out 27 percent of the time versus left-handed pitching, 189 average, 145 ISO, 274 wOBA. Well, to, so to say they struggle versus left-handed pitching may be an understatement. They they're just not good. It just comes down to if Framber is controlling and not wild at uh, on the mound, he should be in line for a very very strong outing tonight against the Seattle Mariners. So last night we were all over Marco Gonzalez. He was beautiful. Wish he got the complete game shut out but they didn't let him go nine you got Framber Valdez tonight. Should give us six or seven strong innings with lots of strikeouts versus Seattle Mariners. So let's get some Framber Valdez at 97. I mentioned Davies as a pivot. Blake Snell's interesting at 95. I'm not in on him yet because it's still, you know, he only went 73 pitches last time in five and a third, went 103 the time before, 92 the time before. So what's it going to be, Rays? What's it going to be? He should have gone well over 73. It's not like he's getting shelled. He had one run in five and a third. So it's tough to, to go behind him. In a tournament, if they unleash him to get him ready for the postseason, this could be huge. Facing the Mets, you know you can take advantage of the Mets a lot because just ask Jacob DeGrom, who threw seven innings last night with 14 strikeouts and took the loss. That's impressive stuff there, Mets. So you got uh, you got the Mets who face uh, uh, lefty tonight and uh, strike out about 21% of the time, 253 average, uh, 332 woba. So they're not horrible versus left-handed pitching. It's just a matter of what Blake Snell do we get, what duration of the game do we get from Blake Snell, and that's a question I I just can't get behind. So Fran Brevaldez is the guy for me up top, and that's where I will be planting my flag. Now I'll be skipping quite a few. Drew Smiley at $7,600 versus Colorado. The Road Rockies, you can look to target them. They actually hit the ball very well off of Mr. Cueto last night. That was not ideal, but you you can go back to that with Smiley tonight against Colorado. On the road, striking out almost 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching uh, with a 280 average. Let's let's do let's do lefties on the road. Let's make this a little more fun here for Colorado. Let's get that Coors effect out of things here. So on the road, the Rockies strike out over 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching, 237 average, 137 ISO, 292 Woba. That's a little more like it, folks. They uh, Yeah, definitely a different team on the road versus left-handed pitching. Arenado shut down for the season, so you don't have to worry about his right-handed bat in the lineup given he really didn't have to worry about it much all season, unfortunately. But uh, Drew Smiley could be in play for It's just a matter of how deep does he go. Can he make it five innings? That's the question. The VLO's up. The strikeouts will definitely be there with Drew Smiley. Just get five. Just get five. He's definitely not a fan to play, because I don't know if he's going to get you at least a quality start. But on DK at 76, he can strike out eight-plus in five innings. That'd be tremendous. So don't hate him at 76. Uh, The other punt that's just automatic, I'm going to do a lot of Framber Valdez. And Brady Singer lineups. Brady Singer at sixty nine hundred dollars at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals' offense is dreadful. Got shut down last night. Singer's coming off of back to back gems. He went six innings against Detroit, eight in- innings against Cleveland, zero runs in each. He's only got combined three hits in those two starts, and he struck out eight in each starts. Back to back thirty plus point performances. He started out the season strong. Had about four hiccups in a row, but now he's uh, the last two starts have been absolutely outstanding. And he gets a Royal team who did get Jorge Soler back. So that's very, very – or no, he gets a, um, a Cardinals team because, yes, the Royals did get Jorge Soler back. We'll talk about him in the outfield at his price tag. But uh, Singer facing a St. Louis team. It's offense just really hasn't got it going like Matt Carpenter went deep last night. They're striking out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitcher with a two thirty-four average and a 305, uh Wobo with a one thirty-one ISO. So no power, low average, decent amount of strikeouts. Brady Singer at 69 I'm gonna take the bait. I am not paying 96 for him on FanDuel. That's crazy. When you got Framber Valdez at 10K, that's where you go on Fandle's go that direction, young man. But on uh, DraftKings as your SP2 with Framber, absolutely love it at 6900 dollars The other guy I'll mention is Keegan Aiken against Boston. Boston does have some pop. Chavis is cheap. Dalback's affordable, but Aiken's got a lot of strikeouts. You know, he struck out nine versus Atlanta, struck out eight versus the Yankees in Baltimore. The game at New York, he struggled a little bit there, but strikeout stuff is very, very good. Even six strikeouts against the Jays. So in three of his last four starts, he has 18 or more points. He had 31 points his last time out. So in a GPP punt, like say you want to get all the bats, you can go Singer and Aiken. I don't hate it at all. Or if you want to go Aiken and Framber, two lefties with big strikeout upside, I can see that as an option as well. No one's going to want to really play Aiken, at least I don't think they will, against Boston. In Boston, it's risky because we saw what happens in New York. He, He let it go, but he Dominating New York the time before that, uh, Boston strikes hit over twenty three percent of the time versus lefties. You can take advantage of this if you want. Aiken at sixty three makes for a good GPP punt. I prefer Brady Singer as the top punt, but both are definitely in play this evening if you want to go that direction. And uh, Brubaker made it for us last night. We'll see if Singer and uh, and Aiken can do it tonight. So pitching wise, Framber Valdez is my man up top. Davies and Snell could be pivots. Davies just does he have the ceiling? Probably not more of a floor guy. Blake Snell, what are they going to do with him? That's the question. So Valdez is my dude here. There's going to be a lot of what are they going to do questions the rest of the season, by the way, just because postseason, keeping guys rested for the playoffs, stuff like that. Uh, Drew Smiley at 76 is some value, but you got Singer at 69 and then Aiken at 63, where I'd like to go as well. So Framer Valdez, and Singer is my top one too. You can go Valdez and Aiken as well. Or you can go Singer and Aiken and get really weird. So that's kind of where I'm going to be looking to go on the mound this evening. If you want uh, the DraftKings Picks article at Rotoballer, today is Tuesday, so I'll be writing that one. It's free over there, so go check that out. At least get you started on things. Listen to the podcast, get the full player pool, go over there, get an idea, then come to the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat and build your lineups, all the fun stuff there. Catcher's position for you tonight, Salvi Prez swinging a very hot stick because the lefty Gomber tonight at 4700 If you're paying up for catcher, you could definitely look at Salvi, double-digit production in six of his last nine games. Just pricey, don't always pay up for catching, but a good spot there versus Gomber if you are paying up for the position. Otherwise, business as usual at the position, save some cash, slide on down the list, go to the likes of uh, Jacob Stallings at home tonight. You could look at him and his matchup versus Jose Quintana. Given Quintana opens, then Alzelay comes in. But Stallings at 27, he's worth a look in his matchup. And then other than that, just check your lineups to see what pops up. There will be guys, some value like Victor Caratini, switch hitting versus Brault at 23. He could come into play as, as a punch for you. Uh, And maybe a couple others. Maybe Elias Diaz gets to start for the um, Rockies again. He started last night with a lefty on the bump tonight. Maybe he gets to start again. Rockies are funny. They, you know, righty on the mound last night. Let's play Diaz. They'll probably play Walters tonight with a lefty. That's just Bud Black in a nutshell. Great managing he does over there. First base position, Freddie Freeman at 54 versus Jose Urania. Really want to get in on some of this Braves action. I, Braves and Marlins both are very live in this game. It's a good game stack to take a look at when you're looking at um, the Bravos. Facing Urania lefties, 400, right, he's 295. Lefties have always hit Urania very well. Freddie Freeman's having one of the best seasons on the face of the planet. So give me Freddie Freeman at 5,400 tonight. Big fan of that. Um, if you want to save some cash, you could look at Matt Olsen and GPP, sure. Give me Freddie Freeman in that matchup. Eric Cosmer's 5K, which is insane. The, the Padres are in a great spot versus Chris and Canning. I can't pay 5K for Eric Cosmer. I just can't do it. Give me uh, Freeman up top or J- Jared Walsh, 47 versus Davies. Price tag is finally coming up. He had a grand slam yesterday. It sucks his price tag has come up. It's well earned. Uh, he's still in play tonight versus Davies. Just a lot harder to swallow at that price point. Uh, the Twins versus Scubal very interesting. Scubal's pitched well this year. No hate on Scubal. But you're going to get some Twins value tonight. So you can definitely look to attack him if you so choose. Um, the Twins, where did you go? There they are. Lefties one fifty four, but righties are hitting three sixty eight off Trey Skubal this season. So you could look at them. Miguel Sano, tons of power in a GPP at forty five. Uh, GPP only though, because it's kind of boomer bust, obviously with Miggy. But could be an interesting play there versus Scooble. Um, Farther down the list, Bobby Dalback mentioned him earlier. Thirty eight versus Aiken, lots of power. If you're not using Aiken, that's a, a decent GPP play with Bobby D. Uh, in his matchup, Nate Lowe went deep yesterday. He, uh, Seth Lugo, love Seth Lugo, but. Um, if you are playing Rays, you can go to low. The um, The Baltimore Orioles are very much in play tonight. The reason is Nick Pavetta is taking the bump for the Boston Red Sox. Yes, Nick. But that Nick Pavetta, the old Philly, Nick Pavetta. So Ryan, Mike, Mountcastle, first base outfield eligible at 37. Check, please. Garrett Cooper at 36. I'll keep playing him while he's cheap. But the punt I like if you're going to go save cash, especially in cash, because there's timer Condolario at 32, not a bad value. But the guy I like is thirty two hundred bucks is Christian Walker, or thirty three hundred is Christian Walker of the Arizona Diamondbacks, hitting safely in uh, five straight games. He's hit safely in uh, eight of his last nine. He's at thirty three hundred bucks. Hits righties just fine. He gets Jordan Lyles tonight, who everyone can take advantage of because he's just not good at baseball. So uh, Christian Walker at thirty three, I like that quite a bit. The Rockies have a four point eighteen total. Lefties three sixty eight, righties two ninety five off of Lyles. Walker brings some very nice value to the first base position if you need to save some cash. Uh, second base now, Ozzy is at 53, mentioned lefties versus Urania. Uh, you could do that. It stinks. He's, at the, he's hitting fifth yesterday, which is nice, moving up in the order a little bit. So that production could help quite a bit. Um, but then it's like Ty France, if you're freighting, Fran isn't at 45 is interesting in a GPP. Gavin Lux at 43 is interesting in a GPP. Not running to play that because he's super inconsistent. And you got to respect Frankie Montas a little bit. But Frankie Montas hasn't been that good either. But if you're not paying for Ozzy Albie's, you come on down to Donovan Solano at 39 versus uh, Freeland. I like that quite a bit. Joey Wendell, I mentioned him yesterday, swinging it well, played just fine. Double stolen base, I uh, got you 13 more DK points. He's a double-digit machine right now. He's getting on base pretty much every game. He's 3800 bucks for Seth Lugo. I like that quite a bit with Joey Wendell at 3800 in his matchup, and then. After that, it's kind of Wilmer Flores at 34. He's in a slump, but we know Wilmer can hit lefties well. 3,400, you can look there. David Boat, second base, third base at 32. Uh, Chris Bryant left with a back injury yesterday, so Boat should be in the lineup at 32, so he'll bring you some value. In, In his matchup, Nick Solak at 32 versus Caleb Smith is a nice value as well. Solak put up 22 points last night, 22 and 13 in his last two. He's hit safely in three of four and in five of seven. So Nick Solak at 3200 bucks is someone you can take a peek at uh, for some value as well. Third base position, you got, um, scroll at to the top, you have Machado, who's always intriguing at 57. You got Rendon at 56. Both very strong plays, but not must plays. If you're playing Red Sox and you're taking the value, don't forget Rand, uh, Rafael Devers at 54 because he can hit lefties just fine. But he's not a must play. Just don't forget him if you're making that Red Sox stack. You can save some cash. Brian Anderson's forty-seven versus Bryce Wilson. We love, I love the Marlins tonight versus Bryce Wilson. It's something he can definitely pick on because Wilson is just really not that good. He's kind of making a spot start here for the um, the Braves. And um, young, talented arm just hasn't shown it in the bigs yet. So I have no problem attacking him. Anderson at forty-seven. Mitch Cooper earlier cheap. A couple other cheapies coming up there for the Marlins. Uh, some other values to take a peek at though, like Josh Donaldson, only forty one hundred versus Scuoble. We mentioned how Riley's getting three sixty eight off Scooble. Uh Good, good young arm. But Donaldson at that price point, that's some nice value at forty one. I like that a lot. Mikel Franklin, only thirty seven, versus Austin Gomber is very, very nice. If you're stacking Atlanta, Austin Riley's only thirty seven. You can wrap it around, put him like he's in towards the bottom of the order. Bring it back with the Cunha and Freeman, make it more affordable. Uh, Brian Hayes at thirty six is nice value as well. So a couple guys you can look at there. But if you just want to punt. If you just want to punt, and he's in the lineup, I don't know what he did to offend DraftKings. He's 2500 on FanDuel. He's put up 5 points, 0, 12, 21, 14, 0, 0, 15. So he's been pretty good overall of late. He's $2,100. He's facing Frankie Montas. His name is Edwin Rios. I don't know what he did to lose the price, but he's down there. He's super cheap. If you want to take that plunge, go for it. Shortstop position now, you got Trevor Story and Smiley at 56. Sure, I'd rather Corey Seager at 55 or Xander Bogarts at 54 or save cash at the position. Those would be my two guys up top, Seager and Bogarts, if I'm spending up. Otherwise, you come down. I'd even save and go to Mondesi at 49 versus Gomb. If you're stacking Kansas City, I'd look at that direction. Or Miguel Rojas at 45 is kind of the first guy that really checks the box. I mentioned Marlins versus Bryce Wilson. Rojas, 19 more points last night, stole a couple bags. He's getting on base pretty regularly, and he's running when he's on base. He's 45 in a really good matchup for Spice Wilson. So I don't hate that. Um, the other guys look at Hori Polanco is only 39. That's some good value. Nick Ahmed at 38. Prefer Polanco, but both decent savings on the position. The position's very top-heavy, very, very top-heavy, unless something stands out when lineups come out, because there's really not a lot else that stands out at this point in time. So keep an eye on that. You might have to pay up with the position, or at least in this 4K range, lower mid to lower 4K range tonight. Now to the outfield. Where it will be absolutely loaded as usual. Yeah, bets. Acuna at 6K is very strong. Another big night last night. So that's a good one to look at. Uh, Stanley Marte, super expensive on DraftKings. Very cheap and affordable on FanDuel. So remember that when you're poking and prodding there. I love Whip Merrifield and Cash at 52 versus Austin Gomber. Merrifield continues to put up product, like eight points last night. Doesn't seem like much, but it's a good floor. 8, 10, 0, 8, 20, 13, 16, 19, Very strong floors with Whip Merrifield. 5200 versus Gomber, definitely get on board with that. Uh, farther down you go, though, you know the Braves are expensive. Adam Duval's even 4800 bucks. Prefer lefties versus Urania, but you could look at that. George Springer 47 versus Newsom, not a bad play. Uh, TJ Newsom, that's not it's, yeah today JJ Newsom, not the strongest of a, a start so far this season. Cole Calhoun's 45 versus Lyles, I love that play versus Arizona, swinging a hot stick, ride it while it's hot. He's hitting 361 over his last ten, averaging 16 points a game. 10, 17, 32, 7, 21, 37 over his last six. Been extremely good at 4,500. Um, other guys to take a look at in this situation. Kyle Tucker at 42. Big fan of that price point with Houston. Tucker uh, put up eight points last night. He had an RBI double. Hopefully, he's going to get it going here. A nice finish of the season. be huge for Kyle Tucker. Good matchup tonight to do that. So, at 42, I can get on board. Um, Austin Slater, if he cracks a giant sign up at 4K, does hit lefties well. Dickerson's interesting at 4K. It's lefty-lefty, but... Keep an eye on that. I prefer Slater in this matchup, but both can be nice savings. Loving me some Byron Buxton at 38 tonight. He's been leading off a ton for Minnesota of late, facing um, Scooble, Buxton 5, five 31 31-16-19-5. So he's starting to show consistent production. He's hitting 271 with 12 homers. I think he's got like one stolen base. This is not the Byron Buxton we signed up for, but I'm here for it. He's 3800 bucks. good savings. I mentioned him, Donaldson, Polanco, Get some nice savings with the the Twins tonight in their matchup. There's no likely no Nelson Cruz. Maybe he shows up, If he does. You know, Cruz versus a lefty, you can get on board there. But maybe no Cruz, so you can get another affordable outfielder in that mix. Nick Marcakis, thirty eight. We talked about lefties versus Urania. He can give you some Atlanta savings at thirty eight hundred bucks. Michael Brantley, thirty eight as well. I prefer Buxton out of those three, but uh, all three can give you some nice savings. Corey Dickerson leading offers Bryce Wilson at thirty seven is a very Strong cash game floor type play, 5-5, five, 14-24 five, is last four. Sets the table for a Marlins team that's hitting the ball pretty well right now and should tonight versus Bryce Wilson. So Dickerson at 37, very good floor in his matchup. David Peralta, if you're stacking Arizona, if you don't like a Christian, Christian Walker, Cole Calhoun, David Peralta's 36, very affordable, 33, 45, 36. That is three cheap Bryce tags that allow you to get Fran Brady Singer, and pay up other places. There's a lot of damage. They're super streaky and super tilting Arizona's lets us down a lot. I'm not going to say they don't, but it opens the door to a lot of things on the slate, and they usually go low-owned, so keep that in mind. A few other guys, because there's a lot of value, especially this time of year with a lot of young guys getting shots, but, like, Michael Chavis, first base alpha at 34 versus Aiken. He had a couple homers the other day. He could be worth a look. If you're stacking Tampa Bay, Randy Rezzareno at 34. I like Lugo, so I'm not stacking them, but if you want to, they're there. Um, so those are options for you. you got like Matt Kemp in his matchup. Victor Reyes, 3,200 leading off. For Detroit, very good cash game play, just good punt value in general. Randy Dobnak making the start for Minnesota, lots of contact. Victor is at 32 is very much in play. I mentioned Nick Solak at 32 earlier. and his matchup, if you aren't using Brady Singer, Dexter Fowler was uh, brought back yesterday. He's 31. Dalton Varsho, he's a catcher outfield. I forgot to mention him at catcher. Very much in play if you're playing Arizona. He's 3,100. is good value at catcher or a stack piece as well. Told you there's a lot of value down here. Lots and lots of value. Uh, Pevin Smith, if you want to get really deep with Arizona, is 2,900. Not a must play, but good power in the minors. Uh, he's not playing every day, but like 8, 2, 12, 8, 7, 12 for 2,900 bucks. Those are some pretty solid, consistent seven or more and four or five type stuff, which is good with some upsides. He showed some power in the minors. So keep him on your radar. A few others down here that I wanted to bring to light. There's many more I won't mention, like Matt Joyce hitting cleanup at 26. If you're going super deep with Miami, he could be in play. But I mentioned Mountcastle earlier. I mentioned Nick Pavetta's on the bump. You know, like Jose Iglesias at short. You can go full into Baltimore if you want. But the two main guys I want, Ryan Mountcastle and our boy DJ Stewart's 26 window tonight in a phenomenal matchup versus Nicky P. So DJ Stewart at 26. I, can, I like that one quite a bit. Um, Dylan Carlson's cheap. Daz Cameron's cheap. Jorge Soler activated from the IL yesterday. Austin Gomber on the mound tonight. Jorge Soler, folks, he's 3K on Fanduel, 2,500 on DraftKings, 2,500. Put up nine points last night, one for three with a double and a homer. So crazy savings there. Soler 25. I mentioned Rios at 21. I love Soler much more than Rios. But there's a lot of savings. Like if you, if we do Blake Snell was going strong, you can do a Snell Gomber or Snell Valdez real easy tonight. But this also allows you to go Valdez Singer or whatever, get a couple of value plays and get some big bats as well lots of ways to go on this slate i highly recommend checking the lineups out obviously listen to this show what you've done it for this far and then come join us in the slack chat where we'll help you answer your questions and build your lineups there i, I highly recommend it. it's free just hit me up give me your email we'll pop you in there i'm in and out throughout the day usually and there more often than not uh, when the real job's not occupying me i'm usually in there helping everybody out recapping your pitching fran rivelde's is my dude at 97 that's my high priced arm Davies a pivot snell a pivot we just don't know what uh, Snell's going to do uh, distance-wise. Um, Zach Davies more of a floor, not a ceiling-type guy. Uh, Smiley at 76 is okay. I prefer Singer and then um, Aiken if I'm punting. So like I said, if I'm making one lineup, it's Valdez and Singer for me. You could go Valdez and Aiken. You could go Singer and Aiken and get all the bats. But with the bats value we mentioned, you might not have to. So lots of ways to go there. If you're stacking it up on this 11-game slate, Miami versus Bryce Wilson is very strong. We mentioned value there with uh, Matt Joyce. I usually don't play him much. It's only if you're going super deep and you really need it. There's other value I like more than Matt Joyce, but he's there. He's in the middle of the order. You can't hate it. That's what we look for value in good spots in the lineup. He's there. But uh, Dickerson at 37 is great. Cooper, very, very strong. You can mix and match some other guys there. So this is another one of those nights you can do two or three-man stacks, do a couple of those with some one-offs. doesn't feel like a full-on like five-man stack type situation. But Miami's in play. Kansas City versus Gomber, I respect Gomber. He's got really good stuff. But when you can get like a, a, you know, Salvi's 47, Merrifield's 52, with a slight in a Soler at 25, gets me kind of giddy, really gets me kind of giddy. That's a three-man stack that I'm, I'm a big fan of. You can throw in Mondesi if you want, or you can just keep it simple with those three and move on. I like that quite a bit. Um, I love Arizona versus Jordan Lyles. I mentioned the Calhoun, Peralta, Walker side of things, VAR shows in play. You got some value at Pavin Smith if you need to go there. Like, if I had just two guys, even Calhoun, Walker, like that quite a bit. Um, so that's in play for you. You could go Texas against Kayla Smith, but they're way more inconsistent and tilting. Not that Arizona isn't, but they are. Um, Atlanta versus Urania is huge, and this is why finding those little value plays are, are great because now you can afford Freddie Freeman, you can afford Ronald Acuna. you can afford these things against Urania, and that is huge. So, big fan of that. Um, Detroit's value versus, um, versus Dobneck. Minnesota versus Scubal. So many ways to go. San Diego versus Canning's in play. But there's those values I mentioned out the gate in the stack so you can really, really narrow things down and make a really strong lineup tonight. So that'll do it, folks. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join the Slack chat. Go check out rotoballer.com. All the good stuff. But most importantly, if you guys can give a rating review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a lot. Doing this for free for like the fifth year now, sixth year. I can't even remember anymore. If you can throw a rating and review out there, it'd really, really help me out a ton. But uh, good luck today. 11 games slate. a few more days left in the week. Let's cash in like we did last night. Good luck. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, September 22nd edition. I'm out.